For our feature interview this week, it's a real pleasure to welcome a mother of four boys, a frontline worker working shifts as a nurse, a podium finisher in Eco Trail Wicklow, the Wicklow Way, the Kerry Way Ultra, the Seven Sisters, and the Donegal Wild Atlantic Marathon. And I'm sure there's a few other races in there as well. One of the strongest runners out there, both mentally and physically. Julie, Julie McNamee, you're very, very welcome to the show. A real pleasure to have you on. And Julie, the first question that I'd like to ask you is, is how has the body recovered after another podium result, another tremendous physical effort in the Wicklow way with second place in 17 hours, 26 minutes after 127 kilometers of hard competitive racing because that was a battle that you had in the Wicklow way along with the Eco Trail Wicklow a couple of weeks ago which we'll get to as well but how have you recovered since the Wicklow way Julie first of all? Yeah I'm doing all right thanks uh, thanks for having me on but um, yeah I'm recovering fine actually um, I just kind of took it easy early on in the week and um, I, I got around the lake this morning there my wee local run so I was happy to get to do that um, yeah, I suppose I just was taking it easy. I was I just made sure I was off a few days kind of before and after. And um yeah, I just kind of went for the walks on the beach um Monday and Tuesday and um did a wee run then on Wednesday. I was on nights then for three nights and uh, that kind of, yeah, so just kind of build it up over the week, you know, so doing all right, yeah. Yeah, so do you have, like, a set routine, Julie, after these big ultra races that you do and that you do so well in? Like, do you maybe not run for two, three days? Do you just listen to the body or do you have a fixed program that you use every time? Uh, oh, yeah, no, just, I suppose, like, I like to get to the beach. There's a lovely beach here at home. Okay. And uh, I like to walk uh, the beach there and there's a wee forest trail. And I used to try and get in for a swim. I went over to Dunleary on Sunday and had a wee walk at the pier. And we got into Sandicles uh, Beach there just for a wee swim. I always like to try and get to the water anyway. And okay. um, yeah, and then I just, I suppose I just wanted to do a wee run then on Wednesday. And, uh, and I don't think I did anything on Thursday. And yeah, um, just kind of build it up kind of over the week. And I was on like, it's about 15 k around the lake here. Uh, there's a few wee extra wee trails and that, so I just enjoyed that there this morning, you know, and I uh, felt grand now, so that's good. Yeah, are, are there um, any little nutritional tricks that you do post-race oh, or yeah. nothing uh, special? Well, just like loads of water, I suppose, and uh, what else? Just try and get some sort of protein in. I just, it kind of takes a few days for my appetite to come back, you know, I don't really okay. feel like it too much the first couple of days. but um. Yeah, I suppose after about two or three days, I wasn't, I was doing all right, like, uh, yeah. and uh, just sleep, I suppose, the other thing, you know, just kind of, kind of early nights and taking it easy, just, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so n- no rocket science, Judy, really, just simple <laughs> stuff, get, yeah. get good sleep in, and don't rush back running, and just eat well, lots of protein, as yeah. you said, and, and if you're lucky enough to get into the seawater, yeah. That, that's magic medicine itself, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, even just for a few minutes, like, and it is getting colder now, but it's still lovely, you know, it's still really nice. Yeah. Um, I don't um, go in for long, though, like, you know, um, just a few minutes is enough for me. But yeah. uh, I did a bit of yoga as well during the week. I enjoyed that now too. Just kind of helped a bit, I think. But um, yeah. that was pretty much it. Yeah. 
Okay. And tell us, Julie, about the Wicklow Way race itself. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful race. It really is. And I remember when I saw you come second in the Eco Trail in Wicklow in the 80k race a couple of weeks back. Um, I could see that, yeah, you were, you were happy in one way to come second in another podium. But I could see the competitor in you as well. And I could see that you were gutted that you didn't get the victory that day. I could see you nearly grinding your teeth that the victory just got away from you. So with the Wicklow way, Judy, I'm dying to, to hear, was there a deliberate intent on your part to go out for that win? Because from what I saw on the live tracker, you went out fast, you went out strong, and I could see that you were fighting for a victory that day. Yeah, I suppose it was my last race of the year. And, uh, you know, I suppose with just been three weeks after Eco Trail, I didn't really know what my legs were going to think about it. And um, But I was feeling good, like, at the start. And um, I knew the first section was kind of easier and more runnable and more road and that. And um, so I just decided to go for it then and kind of get a wee bit ahead. Um, and then, like, I suppose my heart rate and that was looking all right. So I just kind of kept going with it. And, um, yeah, um, I suppose, like, then it was... I suppose 11 hours of darkness and that. Um, so it was kind of hard to know where it was. I, it wasn't great. Like I kind of got lost a few times. And uh, but um yeah, I just kind of suppose I got a bit tired then. And um so it was near the I was doing all right up to I think it was about 110 kilometers or so. And Claire then who who won, she passed me. Oh, I took a couple of wrong turns there, and uh, I knew she was kind of gaining anyway, you know, and sure she may have passed me, but once she like once I took two, I think I went around another extra couple of kilometers or something, and uh, so then she passed me at that stage, and uh, I was getting tired anyway, you know. But um, yeah, sure, I tried anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah good. I, I like to go back and try it in, with a bit more daylight, and yeah, even just for the scenery, you know, just to know where it was, like. Yeah, sure. but, uh, and and you know, like when you're making those wrong turns and you're at the front end of a race, like how do you handle that? I mean, do do you panic or are you able oh, to? I was, I, calm? I was a bit pissed off to be fair enough. Now, but <laughs> I did kind of, you know, I was like, right, sure, just keep going anyway. And you know, yeah, I kind of, yeah, sure, do you know. What can you do? Like, just happens. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she's a very good runner, Claire, as well. She, I think, she uh, represented Ireland. I think a couple of years ago in the trail running world championships. And do uh, you like after another, you know, second in the Wicklow Way? And if anybody has followed your results, your your running career over the last couple of years, it's it's nonstop podium in, in all the top trail running races around the country. So I'm just interested in in how you view yourself, Judy, at the moment. Like from anybody looking in on the outside, because wow, Judy, yeah, she's one of the country's top trail runners. She's consistently on the podiums. And do you think that? Do you do you approach your training like an elite runner, like one of the best trail runners? Uh, or are you just happy to be out there in nature? I, I can see that you love running in the trails, that you love running in mountains and forests. So how's, how, how do you approach your training, Julie, at the moment? What, what type of mindset do, do you have? Uh, see, I don't know. I just feel, I suppose, fortunate that I can get out, you know. And, um, like, here, like, you know, I suppose some of the, like, I'm 48 now. Some of the girls are, like, half my age or at least 10 years younger than me, you know. And I suppose I'm not exactly, I'm not, I wouldn't be why I'm naturally fast. Like, I've never really done, like, a 5K under 21 minutes or whatever. 
Um, and as well as that, I'm on the road here a lot. There's not so much trail around here. Okay. Usually I'll just go out from the house. So I kind of feel like, you know, I'm and most of the trail running I'm doing, a lot of it's actually when I'm in a race, you know, it's not really what I'm training. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so I like, I, I have kind of gone, it's about an hour to get to like Slave Lake or Aragal or, or Muckish or whatever. I have kind of gone there a few times this year, but I suppose just with time management and that, and, you know, to try and fit in around the family and that, um, usually I just open the door and run, you know, whatever's here, uh, you know, around the house kind of thing. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I suppose I'm, I'm kind of missing that, you know, that I'm not actually training on the trail, you know. Sure, um, sure. Yeah. And you, you mentioned that you're 48 there, Julie, but from what I've seen over the last couple of years, you're actually getting better and stronger, you know, oh, your like, trajectory is going up. Yeah, like I feel really fed at the minute and that, you know, I was, that's what it's all about for me to, you know, just to stay healthy and fit and just to be able to do it, you know. Um, yeah, so, yeah, and I suppose any of the wins are a bonus and or like whatever it is, first, second, third or over 40 or whatever it is, you know, um, a lot of them are, are just are coming, you know, and I wouldn't be going out kind of looking to win or whatever but maybe i'm changing a wee bit you know this year yeah, sure. you know like maybe coming up to you know um we were all a bit older in august like we just had it well we had like a positive covid screen and um okay i was coughing and a bit of a temperature and that and we were fine after a few days like i was back to work after mm. about 10 days but i kind of was like right i have to do everything i can now to get back to full health you know so yeah. i really kind of thought right i have just what can i do here now and uh, you know i i, I suppose things went well then and then by the time because it was on a few weeks later by the time you trail came around i actually felt better than i had done all year so <laughs> that was good and then i thought right for sure maybe you need to kind of go for it a bit more you know where like yeah. the last time i did eco trail i was the kids were there and I was chatting to the kids and I was taking photos and I was chatting to people and I wasn't thinking at all about winning. I think I was around fifth at halfway and then kind of just ended up kind of third and then I was second and then I could see for Mondo who had heard about just ahead and I said, oh sure, I'll not beat her. Like, but I think I was only a couple of minutes or something in the end of yeah, so yeah, like yeah I mean but I mean yeah, I probably, yeah, I probably have changed. Probably my mindset has changed a wee bit, you know. I wouldn't yeah. have thought, even for the for the Whitlow way, I was doing it to get, you know, the points to maybe get UTMB because I had done the Kerry way last year yeah. and I was doing it for that. And, you know, I thought, well, sure, the main thing is to get the points and not, you know, not get a DNF or whatever. But then going into it, I thought, well, sure, you may as well just see what happens, you know. Yeah. And Julie, did you... Oh, did you always know that you had this incredible endurance strength or when was the moment that you realized, oh, well, I can actually, you know, just keep on going here. I'm, I'm quite good at this running thing. You mentioned to me just during the week, just while we were talking by, by text message about the 24 hour race. And that was one of the key moments when you realized oh, that. Yeah. Um, Could you tell us tell us about that story again? Because that's that's an incredible event. Uh, and what yeah, you did in that so, event was incredible. Yeah, like um, I suppose I had done the marathon in 2014, and then another one in 2016. I kind of had aims to get on to the four hours, and 
I got that. And then um, I started doing a few adventure races and that. And um, I got interested then just in the race. It's like a multi um, endurance race. It's like, um, it's like, it starts off with like a half, half marathon and then there's like a 10k kayak and then there's a cycle, 98k or something like that. And then there's a Mokish mountain run and then another cycle, 68 cycle. And then there's a marathon at the end. And um, like I, I hadn't done much cycling at all, but I knew I could run. And uh, but anyway, with that event, it all went fine. Like, but at the end, whenever I got to get into my running gear and get on to do the run, it was going through Glen Bay and that. And I started out around nine or something at night. And um, we've been going from about five, I think, that morning. But um, I was just so happy to get my running gear on, you know, and uh, I just loved the run through the through the national park in the night. And I just kind of, I knew there was just something really special about being able to do that, like, and, yeah. um, and I just felt really good. And um, yeah, I suppose like a lot of the cyclists were kind of, they weren't running, so, you know, they were maybe more into cycling, you know, so it was kind of tipping along pretty good. And um yeah, I did end up getting third place with about five kilometers. I kind of ran in and uh, finished about 21 hours, I think it was. But it was only it was that event that I kind of realized that I could go for a long period and also that I wasn't into cycling. I really haven't cycled much at all after yeah. that. But I went on then to do a few other events then that year that just the Donegal Wild Atlantic Marathon and then the Seven Sisters Marathon that was on a couple of weeks yeah. after that. And then the Cosby Coast Ultra and that, and then yeah, just Dublin Marathon. Then that year, so I did loads that year. But I suppose yeah. it was that it was it was that marathon at the end of the race that kind of I realised that you know that I that I could do that. You know, when you put your mind to it, and if you want to do it, you can do it. If you you know, yeah. And when you were young, Judy, when you were a teenager in your twenties, way the type of kid and and teenager that always had loads of energy. Or oh, yeah. in, where do you think this ability to just keep on going and this incredible endurance comes from? Is it something that nature gave you? Or, you know, <laughs> were you one of these kids that were running around country fields when you were younger uh, and without knowing, developing this big aerobic base? I don't know, really. I, like, I was never really, and I was always into swimming and um, I did a lot of traveling. I was always into traveling and going new places. And it's all to me, a lot of this is just about different life experiences and going new places and seeing and running is a great way to see see stuff, you know, and get out into the nature. But I did a lot of I went traveling a lot in my twenties and did a lot of hiking and camping. And I remember like in New Zealand, I would just go for days in the up up around the mountains and I didn't think very much about it. And you know, I just have like can of beans or rice or something and you're you know, peanut butter sandwiches and just keep going. Like, and it was just yeah. amazing. I always, always uh, when I think of that um, Lord of the Rings, when I watch that, I'm like, oh God, that looks exactly where I was up over the mountains in New Zealand. So beautiful. But I did, not, I did some scuba diving then in Australia. And um, when I came home to Ireland then, I did a lot more scuba diving. And uh, this friend of mine has a, a dive centre up in uh, Fort Stewart in, uh, in Antrim and, or in Derry. And, um, the five star like party center there and like we used to go up when we lived in Dublin um we used to go up to Bonnet Castle and do a lot of diving and uh up around there and around Donegal's and John's Point and Ardmore and that and we went off I suppose a big social life for that too and so we went off to a lot of uh diving holidays in the Red Sea and that kind of thing and um but anyway that was kind of the 20s and then we moved up to 
putting all the animals like the, the four kids then and that was the end of the day but you know because it's just you, you're away all day and you're maybe only in the water for a couple of hours you know and uh, just so again I started running then because it was like well you, you know always find time to just do seven k or ten k or whatever and yeah. um and when then, did you start when did you start running again judy because you mentioned um, it well, i never really kids. ran yeah never really ran like if, i think before i left Dublin, maybe around 30 i had done a friend of mine had asked me to do the i was doing about 5k or something and she said about doing the women's running marathon so we were i did that that I think it was like 55 minutes. I was delighted. Like, and then when I went back up to studying all day, and this was after the kids, I did a wee bit uh, after school, their first child, did a wee bit of running. And then um, I think I was probably doing a bit and going to the gym, but, but not a while lot. Now, a friend of mine, another friend of mine, then she um, she lost her brother to suicide and she wanted to do the Dublin Marathon. Um, and she, I just said, said I would do that with her in 2014. And, um, you know, I had it wasn't in my mind, like, oh, I must do a marathon. But, like, I decided then that year to do it. And uh, I suppose, yeah, I did that it's just, just over four hours, four, four or nine or something. And then a couple of years later, I decided, right, sure, I'll go and try and do this on to four hours. And then I, from then, I suppose from 2000. 14 yeah I suppose I've been running but that's not that's not really that long I suppose yeah and Julie yeah. any any tips or any advice that you can pass on because I'm sure there's lots of parents that are listening in that you know maybe are, are struggling to get out on the mountains get out on the trails because they maybe have a couple of kids as well they might you know be working too you mentioned that you work shift work yeah. what is it that that keeps you going and what is it or how do you find the time to get the training in because um, I'm sure sometimes it must be just maybe a little bit overwhelming with, you know, so many things going on in the family, difficult shift work as well, but yet you still do it. And from what I see in the photographs of your running and so on, like you're always smiling in a race as well. I and mean, you look like you're having a great time. So maybe anything that you can, you know, help inspire all the other mommies and daddies that are out there um, working hard and trying to get their training in and looking after the kids too. Yeah, I suppose just, you know, to plan, plan your week and, you know, to stick to it and, you know, not to be making excuses and, you know, don't, things don't happen overnight, just kind of start slow and build it up. And if you get an injury, get it sorted. Don't say, oh, I can't run because I have a sore knee or whatever. And, you know, you'll, even if you don't feel like going out, you'll always feel better after the run um you know get organized in the house like uh, we would cook and we'd have food ready for like three or four days that kind okay. of thing get to bed early i get i do a lot of running early morning or maybe before work or whatever um but yeah how, how do you find the early morning running judy like i'm sure oh, it must I, be I know yeah. this, this year I tried to do it before dropping the kids to school at yeah. eight o'clock. So I was running, say, between half six and eight o'clock and I just couldn't, yeah. I couldn't enjoy it. It was so hard running in the dark. Do, do you yeah. find, you find it works for you okay? Well, if I, you know, if the, if I'm, because I do shift work, if I'm off during the week, I'll just go when they go to school so it's bright. But if okay. I'm, if, I, if I'm working, I'll actually go over to Letterkenny for a work and it's all lit up there and it's actually really flat as well in the town. Okay, yeah. So it's like you, you can run there pretty easy early morning and it's so quiet and I, you know, I, I, it's, yeah, it's a nice start to the day, I think for me. And anyway, I wake naturally early anyway, so 
uh, that works for me. Yeah, I can fit it in because I would because I like I'd be working then like I mightn't get home to half nine like you know that night. So and I used to go sometimes on my lunch break, but uh, it's just it's just kind of quieter and nicer early morning. I definitely, I, I prefer the morning time now. Ah, yeah, I find if you don't get it done early in the morning time, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough going, isn't it? To try and get out in the evening time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you mentioned there as well, you ran a couple of Dublin marathons too. Um, three hours 23, 2018, three hours 30, 2019. And I'm just interested to hear your thoughts on the differences between a road marathon and the marathons and the ultras in trail running. And just what has the recovery been like for you after running your road marathon and your trail marathons and more and the ultras? Um, do, do you find there's a big difference between the two? Um, yeah, like I think I've recovered pretty well now this week. I haven't done a road marathon in a while now. Um, I would like to do one again. and. Uh, kind of go I, I suppose like yeah um yeah I don't know sorry <laughs> um I haven't done but I suppose a road marathon in a while now and I wasn't really going full pelt either I'd like to go yeah. and maybe make a better effort it'd be interesting to see if you were to do a, a yeah, Dublin maybe I was meant to do or... the Rotterdam mark that was on there today I think that uh, that, that was last April I think that was their probably the fourth attempt it was actually on today but yeah sure um sure, sure. but yeah i'd like to maybe even do dublin's great atmosphere too i could maybe like to do dublin marathon again you know yeah because um, i'm dying to just see if you recover as well after your road marathons as you seem to do after the the ultra yeah. um, marathons in the mountains because if yeah. you do that will just mean that you're that you're made of steel julie that you're made <laughs> of different <laughs> different material to the rest of us you know and um yeah i know it would be very interesting to see. Um, Julie, we've mentioned a couple of races, Eco Trail second and the Wicklow Way second as well. I know you did the Donegal Wild Atlantic Marathon. You were second there, Seven Sisters third in 2018 and the Kerry Way Ultra last year third as well. So many great races. Is there anyone that stands out for you? Is there any race that you, you know, it's the first one you put down every year or, or even one race that you just really enjoyed and everything just went perfect on the day? Um, see, I don't know. Um, like I really like the Donegal Wild Atlantic Marathon. It's lovely, you know, in Donegal here, and it's along the coast and finishes in Glencoe Hill and the, at the beach. There, it's really, it's really nice, hilly. And, you know, again, I do a lot of. There's plenty of hilly roads around here, and that kind of suits me, you know, too. And the I love that lap of the Gap one too. It's another nice marathon. Um. And then the Eco Trails Fog too, like I, I like that distance too, the 80k, like that 100 and whatever it was last week. So we that we bit extra, you know, when you're through the night and all. But the 80k is kind of a nice distance. It's a great event, like it's real scenic too. Like I did that Eco Trail in Paris there, and it was like mostly forest. It's kind of all the same thing, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it was nice and all, but I was like, well, it's more forest. I kind of <laughs> felt like I was going around in circles. But the Eco Trail by Clues Falk, we really, you know, it's yeah, it's really, it's a lovely event. Like, 
Yeah, but... Sure, and you know, I suppose we're getting to the end of 2021 now. I think you mentioned that the Wicklow Way was your last race. Um, for 2022, Julie, do you, do you have anything lined up yet or, or do you need to sit down with, with Coach Renee Borg as, and, and have a think about um, next year? Uh, I have a good lot now. Um, I have the Donna Day in February, so that's the next one. And um, what else then? Um, yeah, uh, what else have I got next year? Oh, yeah, we've got the Lap of the Gap again and, uh, in May, and then there's the Stunnigal Wine Atlantic in June, and then I have the Lake District, all like the Lakeland 100, I have to take for that in July. And then maybe I'll see if I can get the UTMB, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've got plenty there, and I suppose to see what else comes up. But that's kind of plenty for now. And I probably like to do the. Wouldn't be surprised if you do them all, Julie, yeah, and you but, get through them all in flying colours. Yeah, I'll see how it goes. Like, and then, um, yeah. So then, I suppose maybe if Dublin, maybe Dublin as well, and then the Patrol, like they'll probably. So yeah, those yeah. uh, plenty. Yeah, I'll just see uh, how it goes. Like. Mm. And with all the podiums and all the great results, Julie, that you've had over the last couple of years, um, th- the last question that I was going to ask you was, would you like to try and go for an Irish team over the next year or two? Because, you know, you're, you're up there in the top three in every race. There's the Trail World Championships, the Mountain Running World Championships. Is that something that has ever crossed your mind um, to, to represent Ireland in an international trail running or ultra running um, championship? I suppose if the opportunity came up, you know, I'm all for trying, you know, for for the experience. Like if it was if it was to come up, definitely, yeah, I'd be up for it. You know, I suppose just tough to see what see how it goes or see who else is interested. Or again, you know, I'm not, not I would there's a lot of faster runners out there than me, you know, but yeah, see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised you to see in, in a green jersey over the next year or two. I mean, if you keep that trajectory going that you've had over the last couple of years, or just as we said, every race, boom, podium, podium, podium. Um, I'm sure you you would you would run very very well with a green vest on you. Well, would you listen? Thanks a million for talking to us this evening. It's been great to to talk to you. You know, I've been following your results over the last couple of years, and um, it, it's wonderful to see. And I said always with a smile on your face, and any photograph that you see if you're running um, so maybe just to close off Julie any any final tip for the listeners that are listening in that 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 you know dream of being on podiums like you've been on the last couple of years a final tip to close off the show for today Jeez, I don't know I suppose the main thing is that you're enjoying it you know and you know you yeah. want to do it like that's the thing if you want to do it then you will do it like if you put your mind to it and put the practice in and that there's no reason why you can't do it if you make your mind up you know I think yeah well I think you've showed the the determination that you have with you know getting through 127k races and the rest um like the 24-hour event that you mentioned as well so Julie it's been a real pleasure thanks a million for joining us today and Julie best of luck over the next 12 months and uh you know looking forward to seeing what more results you can achieve Oh, thanks a million for having me on. Like, I love listening to the show, so it's really great to be a guest on it. Um, no, no. I hope I sound all right. 
<laughs> oh no, Julie. And I said, Coach Rennie, I'm sure is super proud um, as well of all those results over the last couple of years. So uh, we'll see what he has in store for you over the next couple of weeks. A couple of easy weeks, I'm sure. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's me now. Let's make it up this week. And I'm probably doing far too much. But anyway, I might do it next week. <laughs> okay. All right, Julie. Sure. Take care right. and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks a million. Thank you. Cheers. And that's a wrap for this week, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed that chat with one of the strongest physically and mentally runners on the trail running, mental running scene in Ireland at the moment. Judy McNamee, great to have you on board with us this week, Judy. Uh, quick mention before we go to watch out for the documentary on News Talk next Saturday at 7am on the Wicklow Way made by Kieran Ryan, who talks to some of the tremendous trail runners who have attempted one of the great trail running challenges in Ireland, the gruelling 110 kilometres and more or the self-navigated challenge to 26 summits in the Wicklow Mountains. So at 7am on News Talk this Saturday morning. And then if you don't get it on Saturday morning, you can get it on all the usual podcast places where you get your podcasts too. Good luck as well to the Irish team in the World Mountain Running Association's Nation Cup in Italy this weekend as well. They have a 19 kilometer race to look forward to over the weekend. So great to see Team Ireland back in action as well. I think there's about 15 countries or so competing in that this weekend. And well done as well to Rory Long, Matthew McConnell and Barry McAvoy who represented Ireland in the very prestigious and classic Trofeo Vanoni in Italy last weekend. I think there was over 120 teams that took part in the relay race. Um, a fantastic mountain running race that goes back so many years and they came 23rd out of 120 teams and Harriet Robinson was there flying the flag in the ladies race as well. So well done to the team there and good luck to the Irish international team in the Nations Cup this weekend as well. So guys, that's a wrap for this week. A big shout out again to all of our Patreons. Thanks a million for supporting our show. And if you would like to help us out, you can get more information on patreon.com Trail Running Ireland podcast. Guys, have a great week's training. Enjoy all those miles. Enjoy all those mountains. And we'll talk to you again very, very soon. Everybody, let's get our running gear on. Let's go. 